Welcome to the Become Limitless podcast, where we push past your limits just to see how far you can go. Welcome to the second episode of the Become Limitless podcast. Um, Today we're going to be talking about weight loss. I thought I might hit on this because I've been pretty I'm fit my whole life, but um, I let myself go in those years that if you um, heard that I kind of just mellowed out and chilled and stopped exercising. It was after the Redskins syndrome um, happened <clears throat> where I stopped exercising. Obviously, you lose the habit of exercising, then yeah, the other habits creep in where you keep eating the same amount of food as you did when you're exercising, which is a lot normally, to keep yourself fueled. And I put on a whole heap of weight. I think I ended up around the wedding day, I think it was, I, I was about 93 kilos. And I'm not a tall person. Um, five foot nine, I think, I'd be. Five foot nine, five foot ten, so 170-ish, just over 170 centimetres tall. And so I had 92 kilos, 93 kilos, that's heavy. That's very heavy. And I, you don't notice when you're, you're sitting there and you're looking at yourself. You don't just don't notice. And one day I went, that's not healthy. Plus, God bless her, Nan, she told me, you're fat, just flat out. Love my family. I just tell you how it is. And, yeah, I just, I went, I am, holy dooly. And I'm very grateful for her saying that to me, and it really, really hit home. And I needed to do something about it. So I started looking into it. I'm like, well, if I start training again, I know I'll lose weight. But what else can I do to, like, help myself? What am I, what am I eating? What's making me, like... Put on all this weight, so I I, I went into um, when we started this personal growth thing about it. Like so, I'm oh, pretty sure it's 92, 93 kilos as of um, October last year, and I decided I'm going to cut all added sugar, cut it all, cut it all. If it's added into um, a thing, it's cut. So obviously, we didn't do that for the rest of the family and all the kids. That's going to be pretty tricky, especially because you're trying to do it on a budget because Kim doesn't work. She's um, looking after the kids because that's a bloody full-time job on its own and she does an amazing job at that. Um, yeah, so she was um, like, how, how are we going to do this? I'm like, well, I'll, I'll just, whatever snacks I take to work and that kind of thing and I'll only eat fruits and carrots and nuts and all those healthy, really wholesome foods, which are good. Um, try and source them from as best place as possible, organic or close to as organic as possible, <laughs> as much as you can, especially when you're on a budget. Um, and it worked. That worked. That was like a shock to the system where it just I just dropped weight. I think I dropped five, maybe six kilos in about three or four months. Like it just went, just dropped off me. And I wasn't doing any exercise, any extra exercise. And then I decided to get back into triathlons. I needed to have a goal to work towards. So I decided, you know what? You're going to do an Ironman as of June 2020 in Cairns. You're going to do a full Ironman. You've done plenty of half Ironmans. You've got the information there. You've got the knowledge. You've got the you got the drive to do it. So let's just do it. Let's just make that one of your goals. So <clears throat> ever since then, I've been starting to work towards that. And, you know, it's hard when you go – and you keep comparing yourself to what you were before to what you are now. And it becomes disheartening sometimes where you lose motivation because you've cooked yourself pretty much. You're like, I, I can't run as fast as I used to, or I can't swim, or I can't 
ride as fast as I used to do or can't lift weights as well as I used to or my flexibility isn't there, my yoga and whatever exercise it is for you, <clears throat> if you were at a peak state before it, it can be hard because you can't start comparing to what you used to be. And that's not going to end well unless you compare to what you were before and it drives you to go, yes, I've been there before. I can do that. I can be better than that. So then you can use it in that sense. But don't ever compare yourself as in, a, oh, I can't do it because, look, I can't get it to where I was before and it all takes time. So no sugar for about a month, I think it was. And that really just catapulted my weight down like it just shot down real quick just that month and the next two months it was all good and I, I didn't really go back to the same level of eating of sugar as I did previous to that so it it brought me down another level um, as Ed Milet would say um, it changed the thermostat for my eating so I was say at that stage probably a 60 degree in health and weight and stuff like that and just doing that shock to the system, change my identity and change that thermostat from 60 to 70. And I never went back to 60 then because I set myself at a different temperature. So I heated myself up. I got myself to a better weight. And then again, I kept I kept, kept momentum going. I kept snowballing the effect. And I kept dropping weight. I kept dropping weight. And I got to about, I think it must have been 83, 83 kilos. And I hit a plateau. And it didn't matter what I did. I was trying. I was exercising a lot. I was eating really well. It didn't matter. My body was like, nah, you've hit your limit here, buddy. 83 kilos is all you've got. You're not going any lighter than that. But I knew from everything I look at, everything I've learned, everything I've read, that, that you always get these plateaus. And that's where you really get tested and where you really go, okay, do you really want this? This is where most people stop. That's where most people go, nah, I've got nothing. I'm going to try something different. I'm going to go, go do something else. This with everything in life. That's with your exercise, with your weight, with your knowledge, with anything, with your job, your plateau. And that's when you go, oh, this job isn't for me, and you jump off. You go to a different job. But that's that's when greatness happens. That's where you push through and you learn more and you get to the next stage and you woof, off you go again. So <clears throat> if you can just persevere through those plateaus, which I did, that 83 just dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped. And now I am at 76-odd kilos. My goal is to get down to 71, 72. Um, that'll be perfect for my Ironman training. I won't be too light. I won't be carrying um, not enough fat on me to help me through the race, but it'll be good. It'll be nice and light, so it's a lot easier for me to exercise. We'll get to the end of the race. Um, with that, I'll, I will keep you up to date on how my training's going and how everything's going there. If um, that's what you want to know as well, let me know. Also, so I've got, I've got down 76 kilos and I've, I've realized that it's also a lot to do with the way I was thinking about what I eat and the way I exercise. So I've never lost weight this quickly when exercising and eating before. I do realize that when I'm thinking and doing, well, eating what I'm food, what foods I'm eating, and I'm thinking how nutritious they are and how they're helping my body, uh, understanding what where fat goes, what is what what does it happen to fat when you exercise or what, whatever that is, it looks like whatever whatever you're doing to lose weight, um, helped a lot. Understanding that, you know, it's 
really is your <laughs> fat breaks down and you breathe it out and you sweat it out. And that's the only two ways that it comes out. It doesn't burn. You don't burn it off. No energy or matter can be destroyed. So it, all it does is it gets transformed and your fat transforms into two different chemicals and th those chemicals get excreted out by breath, 80% of it by breath and 20% by fluid. So peeing, sweating, haveros, um, you get it out. So exercise makes you sweat, makes you breathe harder. So it doesn't take two and two to get six, does it? So we, um, when I, sorry, not we, when I realized this happened, I was very excited that that's how it works. So I really focused on that when I was doing my exercise. Like I'm breathing out the fat and I'm sweating out the fat. And if your body goes, yep, let's do this. Yes, that's good. And I really focused on enjoying the exercise and being present. I know a lot of people say present, what's present. But being there in the moment when I'm riding my push bike or running and feeling it and loving it and just really enjoying it. And if I'm telling my body that I'm enjoying this, it's good, so I'm losing weight, I'm getting fitter, I'm doing all these things, then, well, the brain's going to go, okay, that's what's happening. You're, gonna, you're feeling good. Let's do it. Let's make it feel good. Let's 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 get fitter. Let's get let's lose weight. Let's do all these things. Let's optimize the body. Let's make it last longer. Because I want to be around for my kids when I'm older. I want to be fit as a fiddle so I can run around with them, keep up with them, and then eventually, if I have grandkids, we run around with them too. And I don't want to stop all the way, all the way to the end. And um, so, it was a good real. It was really, really awesome realization to feel that. You know, I've just, something clicked and I got fitter so quickly. Well, my running was crazy. It was running at like six minute pace and it hurt the whole way to now I do my runs and I'm running at 5.30 pace, even a five minute pace and it's easier. And then in my shorter stuff, I'm running much quicker splits and running down to four minute 30 paces and so that's, how many minutes it takes me to do a kilometer when I speak that. So six minute pace is six minutes per kilometer to run and a 5.30 pace is five minutes 30 and all the way down to four minutes per kilometer for some of my short sprinty stuff. So it, I, and it happened so quickly and my weight dropped off me quicker too when I realized that the way I teach my body will tell my brain and my body, this is what I want out of this and keep present with that and tell it over and over as I'm doing it. And tell myself I'm strong. Tell myself I'm limitless. Tell myself I am going to kick some tukus, kick some ass when I'm doing this exercise. When I'm swimming, I'm feeling strong. My shoulders are strong. My muscles are strong. Nice strong breath. My technique is amazing. And then you focus on that technique that you've got to work on, especially with swimming or running or riding. And it just, I got so quick. And it, I'm, I was enjoying it more, and it really, really helped. And then I went and did a half Ironman, <laughs> which I wasn't really prepared for, for, and my nutrition wasn't really there either. And that hurt, just hurt the whole way. I ran out of steam on the bike. Um, um, for you, for those of you that don't know what a half Ironman is, it's a 1.9 kilometer swim, a 90 kilometer bike ride, and a 21.1 kilometer run. So half marathon run. Uh, 
And if you haven't trained enough for that, that's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the whole way. I've completed them before many times, under four, five hours, so uh, decent times. I could do them pretty well um, at a decent time. But this one took me over six and a half hours, or around six and a half hours, I think it was, in the end. So it And it hurt. The whole run was run walking, and it was really good that I could – as I said before, you you stay present and you want to keep yourself motivated and keep going and never give up. Don't stop. I made myself promise to do this and I'm going to do it. And that empowered me again. And when I come back again, as Emilet says, I set that thermostat. I set that thermostat even higher for my exercise and my fitness because I completed it. And bang, this is where I'm at now. I'm at 80 degrees in my health and fitness now. And it's going to be st- sat there. And that's when I come back and I started getting fitter again. And it's amplified again. It's gotten really good. All my results are becoming coming through. And I'm watching, I'm looking at all my Garmin things and my Strava. And it's just going really well. Everything is about how you perceive it. So with food, I started looking at all these yummy, healthy foods and looking at it's It's helping me get fitter and healthier. And I'm burning more fat using these, uh, eating these foods like fruits and stuff like that because it's it's helping the metabolism kick in. And that's why I believe diets don't work. One, everyone has a different opinion on what they should be eating and what they shouldn't be eating. So that's why there's so many different diets out there and some work for people and some that don't. And that's why some exercises work for people and some don't. So some people love gym and gym works for them. And that's what's going to always work for them. And if they go out there and try to do cardio, it's just not going to work because they just don't love it. They don't want to do it. So obviously, if you love what you're doing, you're going to get better results from it, aren't you? Because your brain's going to be amplifying those results and amplifying the um, what happens when you exercise, all the body breakdowns and the building of the muscle and everything like that. So with weight loss and getting fitter, You've really got to shift your mindset. You've got to really. So if you're telling yourself you're eating your healthy salad and you're sitting there and you're hating it, you're hating on this salad. It's like uh, you don't make friends with salad. Who said that? That's going to – it's not going to help you, is it? Like you're not going to have a good time eating the salad for one. And two, your body's going to be going, this is rubbish. Why are you eating it? Because you're telling it. You're telling it it's rubbish. You know, I don't want to eat this salad. It's no good. Take it away. Get rid of it. Go get some cake <laughs> or something of that, that description. That's what you want to eat. And it's not going to be any good. Like You really, really, really need to change your mindset. So you're going to be thinking how good that is for you. And you're very grateful that you're going to eat this and your body's going to lose the weight from it. And if you can do that, you will get the results that you want. And that's the difference I find between people that do have the results and people that don't get the results. People that have the results are ready and willing to accept that this is this is gonna, this is going to help me. I'm going to get good, and you're not going to hate. You don't hate it. And same thing with the going to the gym or going for a walk in the morning. It's like, oh, I've got to go for a walk in the morning. I've Got to get up. I'm going to do this. I got to put the pants on. You're setting yourself up for failure. The whole walk, you're going, oh, I could be doing this, could be doing that, I don't want to be doing this, and you're not present. You're not amplifying those results. Yeah, you you will lose weight just because that's how it works. That's how chemically in your body it's going to work. You start walking and um, exercising, it's going to burn more fat, but you won't get the same results as someone else that's there and present and going, yes, I love walking and powering through. Yes, let's do this. And even if you don't believe it, say it because you will eventually. It'll click. You'll go, oh. Hell yeah, this is working. 
Yeah, you know, I'm losing weight. This is good. That's the, and that's what you want. That's what you want to be doing. You want to be convincing yourself and getting to that stage where you love going for your walks because I'm keeping this weight down and it is, I am feeling good. And the best thing about that is the more and more you do it, the more and more it feels good and the more and more that makes the results better and it's a snowball effect. From there, it's all downhill, isn't it? Like it just keep rolling. You can just let it roll and you don't have to even try to like it. You are loving it. And then you're a new person. You've changed. Exercise is good. Exercise is fun. So I'll finish this little, um, this episode off with change your mindset. Write down what your goal is for weight loss to start with. So what weight it is. Write down when you want to hit that weight by. This gives your brain something to work with. We'll talk about this later on in different um, episode of how setting goals and how that all works in your brain. So once you've written it down, you've set the time limit to get that weight, then why? Why you want to lose this weight? Just be healthier? Want to live longer? Want to be there for your family if that's the case? You just want to feel better yourself? Then use that as the catalyst, as the fuel to change your mind. So when you're going to eat that, so you're going, yes, I am going to live longer. Yes, I'm going to look better. Yes, I'm going to feel better. I'm going to be there for my family. And if you can use those, that fuel, that catalyst to keep you going, well, nothing's going to stop you then. You're going to keep powering along. And when the hard days come and you've sore from your exercise, or you're just sick of eating healthy or something like that comes up and you just don't want to, go back to your why. Have it written down. You can read it somewhere nice and easy, nice, easily accessible, that you can go, yep, all good. That's why I'm doing this. This is why I'm doing it. Don't, don't, don't let go of what you, this goal. And you'd be amazed at what you can accomplish when you do that. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode um, on weight loss. If you've got any questions, just you know, shoot us a, a video, uh, sorry, a voice recording or comment on it. You can also get us if you look at uh, look up Become Limitless. We've also got a website um, and a Facebook page. Anywho, until next time, stay limitless. <laughs>